0: Welcome to the Women's Wellness Podcast, where we interview experts in various fields with the goal of empowering women to make informed decisions about their health, life, and family. I'm your host, Amy-Jane Smith, and I would like to thank you for tuning in today. So get comfy while I introduce our next guest. Welcome to the Women's Wellness Podcast. My name is Amy and I'm your host and welcome to the first episode of our second year. I can't believe that I've been doing this for a year. It's it's absolutely amazing. So happy new year to those of you listening. Thank you to everybody who has listened and who has um, interacted and who I have interviewed over the last year. I'm looking forward to doing lots more. So because it is New Year, I wanted to get started with smart and holistic goal-setting. And I've put in the word holistic because when it comes to New Year, a lot of people tend to focus a lot on diet and exercise. And it can be that other aspects get left behind. So by having a holistic approach, You should probably get better results if you stick to it and if it's SMART. So let's go through the SMART goals first. It is something that's bandied around a lot. You've probably heard of it, but I will just remind you of what each letter in the acronym stands for. So the S in SMART is specific. So the goal you have, it must be specific. So let's, let's use weight loss, for an example, because it is New Year. Saying that I want to lose weight is great, but how much weight? I, let's say, so myself, I went up. I like to sit between 60 and 65 kilos. That's my kind of good area to be in. 60 is when I'm feeling lean. Um, 65 is when my clothes start feeling a bit tight. So that's kind of, kind of my, my area. And so at the moment I'm sitting at the 65 mark. My goal is to get down to about 62, 63. So I'm looking to lose three kilos max. That is specific. And it means that I can track it as well. I can see what I'm doing. And also specific, as in, I want to be able to be more comfortable in my nice black pants that I have. The next one, is it measurable? So again, if it's specific, like, like a certain number, I want to lose 3 kilos or 5 or 10 or 20 or whatever it is you want to lose. It's measurable because you can go, okay, I'm here. I want to get to here and you can track it. If you want to, I know people who have put line charts, they put graphs on a fridge and once a week or once a month they pop a dot on the line chart and they track it and they can see where they're going. So by jumping on the scales you can track your weight. If you are not checking your weight and you're checking more fit of clothes maybe measurements will help. So by doing chest waist and hip measurements that might help you to track it because you know if that's getting smaller then you're going on in the right direction. Yeah? Makes sense? Same if you were looking to bulk up if you were doing bodybuilding or something like that or you were told you need to gain weight, again measurements are much better than just arbitrarily going yeah I'm going to lose weight and then few months go by and you're doing the same things and not tracked anything and you're just either the same place as you were when you set the goal or you're worse off. Now, speaking of weight loss on this weight loss goal, think about whether it's attainable or achievable for A. It could be that maybe you have a lot of weight to lose. Maybe you are um, 120 kilos, you used to be 80 kilos, and you've got 40 kilos to lose. That's, that's a big number. Okay? How about breaking it up? How about going, oh, well, I can, I can lose 5 kilos. 5 kilos is nothing, that's fine. Pick that one first, and then work towards that. Tick that one off, and then you go, okay. I've just got to lose another five kilos. Um, I'll use an analogy. Actually, I've got, when I first started my fitness journey, this was seven years ago now at the time of recording, um, I, my perception, my thought about myself was that I couldn't run, I couldn't cycle, I couldn't do anything that required high aerobic activity because I was asthmatic I still I suppose technically am asthmatic and if I did anything like that my chest would get tight I wouldn't be able to do it and I signed up to a boot camp and the most I ran in that whole boot camp the longest time so the goal I set was to be able. I think we ran for eight minutes was the maximum length of time was right go for a run we've got eight minutes be back by then or do as many laps as you can in eight minutes. My goal I set, I signed up for a 5k run, the Auckland Marathon 5k. That was my first ever run. It was like, Yeah, okay, I'm gonna do that. I was trying to do it by myself, I couldn't do it, I was slacking. So I joined this boot camp to get me fit, to keep me motivated. And I ran, I think the week before the 5k run, I managed to run for eight minutes. That was the longest i have ever run in my life at that point up until that point was eight minutes so what i did when i got to the start line of the 5k i had a timer on my watch and i set it for eight minutes i knew i could run eight minutes so every time it went off it was like okay yeah i ran for eight minutes and then i reset myself i reset the time went all i have to do is run for eight minutes. I can run for eight minutes. I know I can run for eight minutes. So I'm going to run for eight minutes. And I did that for the whole 5K. I broke it up. Even the um, the kilometer marks, I made it to the first kilometer without stopping. So I went, okay, I made the first one. All I have to do is run a kilometer. And then I got to the second one. All I have to do is run a kilometer and the next one and the next one and the next one. Um, yeah, I did push myself a bit too hard and wasn't wearing the right shoes and ended up injuring my ankle. But I I got out of the I can't do it aspect. I, I got out of the looking at the big picture of the 5k mark. And I broke it into sections that I knew I could do. And I achieved it. And I did it in 30 minutes. And it was amazing. Yeah, so... That has always been a really huge achievement for me to be able to do that. And hopefully that gives you some idea of a way to maybe break it down into something that's achievable or attainable. So, like I said, if you think, okay, five kilos is nothing, I can lose five kilos, then lose five kilos. Then you just go, I just need to lose five kilos. And lose five kilos, like that. Remember all of these goals, like you've got to, you've got to look at this realistically as well, which is our next letter in the acronym. Just look at yourself like, I don't want you to get obsessed, obsessive over this. You've got to live your life as well. And life still happens and life still carries on. So you've got to be realistic. And if a birthday party's coming up that you know you're going to overindulge, be realistic, like, have a piece of cake, don't kill you, don't, like, beat yourself up over it. And, yeah, I don't want anyone going down the road of eating disorders, that's not what I'm advocating here, it's for healthy, sustainable weight loss, okay? If that's your goal. If your goal is something else, like you want to earn a million dollars, how are you going to do that? Can you earn the first five grand and the second and the third, or I don't know, whatever you want to do. Um, yeah, what I'm talking about here is weight loss, but just be smart about it. So realistic. Is it realistic that you can get back to the same weight that you were in high school? Is that realistic? Are you just going to beat yourself up about it because you can't fit in those skinny jeans that you had before you had your babies? Is it realistic? Are you just going to hate yourself because you can't do it? Or is there a better goal that you can do that is realistic right now? You might be able to fit into those skinny jeans at some point, but is it realistic right now? That's the main thing. Think about right now. If it's not realistic, shift it. If you're thinking about this goal and going, and you're panicking about it you're stressing out and you're thinking oh and I, I need to do it. it maybe it's like a three out of ten that you think you're going to be able to achieve it change it make it easier make it easier make it more realistic so it's then maybe an eight out of ten or a nine out of ten if you can make it a ten out of ten even better it doesn't have to be a huge lofty goal just make it realistic something that you can actually do okay and then set a the time Frame for it. So T is time bound within a certain period of time. Now, healthy weight loss is um, gauged at an average of 500 grams a week. It is not heaps. You may lose a lot more to start with and then it may plateau, but just think about that. So don't say I want to lose 20 kilos in a month because, or you're going to join this challenge and you're going to lose all this weight. Think about it like that. So break it down to maybe 500 gram portions or say I'm going to lose five kilos. Um, what's that? In five weeks, 10 weeks, uh, in 10 weeks, five kilos in 10 weeks. That's possible. Okay. 500 grams every week. Doesn't sound like a lot, but by 10 weeks, almost three months, easy peasy, lemon squeezy, I just got bitten by a mosquito. Little swine. Um, sorry. Yeah. So put a realistic time frame on it. So does that all make sense? Let me know. I'm always welcome to, like, chat with people about this. So come and join me in my female pelvic floor support group. It's basically a support group for women that's health related. Um, I am a pelvic floor coach, so that's what it is. If you have any other questions, you're welcome to join, you're welcome to ask about nutrition, about weight loss, about fitness, anything like that. It's not just restricted to pelvic floor. Or you can send me an email or you can comment on this portal. Now, because it's New Year, I see a lot of people talking about diets shakes um multi-level marketing companies often come out at this time of year either just before christmas or just before summer if you're in new zealand leading up to summer for the new summer body and then after christmas after new year they're all coming out of the woodworks to sell you their shakes meal supplements and powders be careful with those because you have to be smart about it. Again, the, the word smart is not just an acronym, it's a way of life, really. Be smart. What um, I recommend, so with these supplements, sometimes they're um, not quite equal to a real meal, so you have that that's supposed to fill you up in place of lunch or breakfast or dinner, and then... It's lower calories so you lose weight. You've got to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight and that is a good idea to kind of add exercise with that, so not to cancel out the bad foods that you're eating, quote-unquote bad foods that you're eating, but more to give yourself a healthy balance. Now, with diets, with all the diets that you see in the magazines, not just multi-level marketing companies, but diets that you see in the magazines, they're all going to put you in a calorie deficit. Calorie deficit means that you're going to lose weight because you're burning more than you're taking in. If you are just on a restrictive diet and you're not exercising then what is going to happen is your body is going to it's going to start losing mass and i say mass because it's not necessarily going to be fat you may lose some fat you may lose some muscle and the reason is is our muscle mass requires a lot more energy to keep and this is why, if you have more muscle mass, your metabolism burns higher because you've got more muscle mass. You're burning more energy to keep it. Fat, on the other hand, doesn't require much energy, so the body is going to get rid of the heavier weight. I suppose not. Um, say your body's like a hot air balloon; it's going to lose the big thing that's taking up more energy, more resources than the little thing that's not really doing much. So it'll start breaking down the muscle. When you decided that A, you've reached your ideal weight or B, you have decided that the diet is rubbish and you hate it and you just want to eat cake. You're going to put on the weight again. So you'll stop doing the calorie restricted diets, so you'll stop doing whatever it is that's putting you in a calorie deficit and you'll start eating possibly how you were before you started the diet. Probably you'll be treating yourself because you've worked so hard so you might eat more. Then what happens is you don't have as much muscle mass as you did so you'll not be burning as many calories at rest as you did before when you had this muscle mass you're going to have some fat mass but you're going to put on fat more than you'll put on muscle okay and that is when you kind of look heavier your clothes don't fit as much because fat imagine a kilo of fat and a kilo of muscle it's like a kilo of feathers and a kilo of brick the feathers are going to take up a lot more room the fat takes up a lot more room and it kind of that's when the yo-yo dieting starts so what i recommend for a more holistic approach is look at the whole body look at what you're putting into your body so don't just go out buying all the diet foods start supplementing and i mean with healthy foods not with supplements supplementing something that you like with maybe something else something that you think you could change or tweak with something a little bit healthier and work your way through it that way it could be that you maybe add an apple to your breakfast or you add a banana to your cereal something like that just to make it a little bit more healthy i know you're thinking well that's extra calories amy but if you start adding more healthy food in, you tend to have less room because you're not so hungry. You tend to have less room for the unhealthy snacks later on because these have got vitamins and minerals and fiber and all of that stuff as well. So that's all good. Then look at doing some exercise that you enjoy. It might be going for a walk. It might be walking the dog. You might be walking by yourself. Go for a run if you wish. Um, go to the gym and start lifting weights. I do recommend if you've never been to a gym, get a personal trainer because they can go through that. And I'll cover that in a moment. Um, you could take up swimming. You could go to aqua You could play golf. You could join a sports team. You could go dancing. And I mean dancing like you join a rock and roll club or salsa dancing or something like that, not going to a club and drinking your body weight in booze or fizzy drink so there's that and by doing exercise you're getting your heart rate up you're doing something you you enjoy and also you're building muscle mass which is going to boost your metabolism so you burn more calories at rest again let me know if this all makes sense um so the next thing is looking at things that you might not think of like your sleep habits and stress levels if we're stressed and the whole world i think has been stressed this year we do tend to comfort eat if the sleep isn't optimal our energy levels fluctuate and that's when we tend to reach for the coffee or the caffeinated drinks like the energy drinks Um, Chocolates and sweets and things like that just to keep yourselves going. There's all those things to look at as well. And this is why I say take your time. You don't have to crash diet. You may have overindulged a little bit over Christmas and New Year, but that's only two weeks. You've got the whole rest of the year ahead of you. Okay. Just think. If you did a little bit that was good for you every day for for 50 weeks, because you've already done the two then where would you be by Christmas next year? Have a think about that. Now what can you do alone? So all of these things you can do by yourself, but sometimes you might not have the support. So all of these things, you don't need to join a gym or a dance class, you can go out with friends, you can buy a hula hoop, you could buy something, you could buy a skipping rope, whatever. You can follow along with Joe Wicks on YouTube. Is that his name? Um, yeah. So there's all sorts of free things that you can do. YouTube have so many workouts that you can follow along for every kind of fitness level. So there's always something available for somebody without spending money. But what I do recommend is getting a coach, especially if you don't have anybody to support you at home. If you're, if you're cooking for the family and the kids want chicken nuggets and the husband only wants meat and two veg then it's quite tough to keep on the wagon and what a coach can help with they can help with that support if you're regular regularly checking in with that coach they can be that support person you can talk through it and this is where a coach is really good as opposed to just a personal trainer because they can coach you through it they can see where like where you're having difficulties in your life, and just give you some little tricks, tips, and hacks to to help just just a little bit. Um, They can also provide motivation, and they can provide accountability. I know with my clients, they've said, because I've got that appointment, I know you're waiting for me, and I'm going to show up. If they just did it by themselves, they weren't going to do it. And that's, that's the reason I get a lot of people because they like that accountability. And I don't know about any other coaches, but I personalize it to my clients. I've had people who will take what you've told them and they'll go, they'll run with it and you don't need to see them for a month, but other people, they need you to hold your hand a little bit. And I see them once a week. It's all about working with who's in front of me and taking it easy. I'm never going to judge, never going to berate you because what's the point in that? So if you do need any help with nutrition coaching or holistic health coaching, holistic core store coaching, then get in touch or find a coach in your area who can help you and see if you can just get those small improvements whatever they may be so i'm a health coach you can get a life coach but getting a coach or talk getting a friend group or something else that will help just support you and keep you accountable is going to be so much better than doing it by yourself if you're not an accountability type person okay so that's it on smart goal setting smart and holistic goal setting Please let me know if you have any questions and if you'd like to work with me, I will pop the link in the show notes until then be safe, have a wonderful 2021, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the women's wellness podcast. For links and show notes, please visit www.connecthealth.fitness forward podcast. I would love for you to subscribe to the channel so you get notified when we release our next episode and please share with anyone who you think might benefit. Thank you again. I look forward to seeing you soon.